bring you up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. I eat green berets for breakfast. Right now, I'm very hungry. Hey, Ma! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! This is Sparta! We're not worthy! You're worthy, you're worthy, get up! You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You not I feel the need, the need for speed. Alrighty then. It's a little bit of yay, and then... You're tiny Jesus. Your golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Alright, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show on 88.5 JFM. And what makes this show really fantastic, I always believe, is the people that walk into this room or on the Zoom with us every week from week to week. And I hope this week doesn't disappoint. But I want to introduce you to some people in the studio with me today. They are really quite fantastic. To my right! He is a good friend of mine with a great little beard he's got going on. I like the overalls. He's got leather overalls. My friend, Clay Miner. How are you, sir? They are suspenders. They are not overalls. Those are great, man. Suspenders. Leather. Leather. Yeah. Those are legit. I like it. Absolutely. I like that. And his beard is on point. Also, to my left, he is working hard to grow his hair so he can audition for The Chosen. Uh, My good friend, over to the left. Randy Fuller. I'm getting closer every day. I know, <laughs> closer man. Closer every day. I just want to know which disciple you're trying to be. Peter. So, okay. Peter's already taken. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take it back. <laughs> you know, Peter was all the way. He's the one who got in trouble for everyone. Right. So. Right. Right. You know, as long as you're There's not auditioning for Judas, <laughs> you know, I'm good. But also in the studio, he slides the sliders. He pushes the buttons. He does... The video cameras, I think Clay's like blown away by how many video <laughs> cameras we have here. He is, we call him the Willy Wonka Radio, Steven Spiegel. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're having a good week. We got an amazing show lined up for you. I got all kinds of clips, and we got these two guys. You want to tell them about our guests, Seth? Yeah, I'm so excited. We got Brody Perry and Kurt Blanchard from Gunnersville High School Basketball. Kurt, there's not many people bigger than me. But today, Clay, you get to meet one that is... He looks like a tall fellow. He is very tall, uh, and he is very impressive, and he is very fun. Uh, Brody, he's a newcomer, but we have a fantastic day planned for you. You're Mm. not going to want to miss one second of it. Mm. Uh, And, you know, speaking of awesome things, I found this really good meme. I, I think it's appropriate that they change Tennessee's uniform... In a lot of how they've been acting lately, and so this is my proposed, uh, well, my proposed 
uniform idea. What do you think, Clay? I think it looks good. It looks like a French's mustard bottle. And if you <laughs> you want to explain that, Randy, you... Hey, Tennessee's been throwing themselves onto the field. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I would change about that uniform is that the helmet should be designed like a golf ball. Right, right, right. That's funny. The pink golf ball. That would be awesome yeah. if they pink highlight keep a little originality to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you know... I don't know about you. Are you a Bama fan, Clay? I, I guess am, I should have asked I that. I am a very large Alabama fan. Well, then our boy Derrick Henry, he's been doing phenomenal uh, in the NFL Indeed. for the Titans. Indeed. And you want to read this for us, this meme with him actually throwing a football? How about that? Derrick Henry won't win MVP. It's a quarterback-only award. Derrick Henry throwing a, a touchdown pass. By the way, he got one more touchdown than Patrick Mahomes this last week. <laughs> just just want to throw that out well, there. To be fair, Patrick Mahomes also threw, threw like five interceptions. Did he really? Past, I think so, yeah. How about that? It was either this past week just, or all season. Just saying. You know, in, in a lot of that, this next meme is so appropriate, I think, with, uh, and, and well, can you go back? That one right there. And this is the most <laughs> true meme I've ever seen in my life. Have y'all seen Derrick Henry? Do y'all remember playing Madness at mm. home and you get that one player and you max him out to 99? They, they gave you no limitations. And give him muscles like a crazy man? Derrick, Des Bryant says this. He says, Derrick Henry is the player we all created whenever we were young <laughs> on Madden. And that's so appropriate and just give some stats. And that's a big deal coming from Des Bryant. If someone, big, yeah. if someone told me that God himself whispered in Derrick Henry's ear to tell him to go play football, I would believe that. I would believe that, too. <laughs> and just to show you just a little comparison this year, uh, rushing yards and touchdown leaders, Derrick Henry has rushed for 783 yards. By the way, he has rushed for 580-something yards after contact, which makes him... <laughs> Like, makes Nick Chubb at number two really number three, right? Mm. Nick Chubb is second place at 523. Derrick Henry has 10 touchdown runs. The closest is at five. James Robinson. Well, it it kind of makes you wonder, too, why the Titans just don't give him the ball every single like time. Like, every time. Every play. Just every give time. Derrick Henry. Because he's going to at least fall two yards. Right. You know? I mean, he's huge. And uh, also going with the Heinz commercial right there. Oh. What? Just it disappeared. Anyway, I'll, I'll talk about it real quick. The Heinz commercial, it's a picture of Alexander Shannara. And it says, Call me, old Miss, if you've been injured by mustard bottles or golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's so appropriate. So appropriate. And uh, did I miss? Oh, yeah. The perfect knot. Now, now Clay, I don't know if you were old enough to enjoy all this. I'm old enough. This, this, you, this is like... Right at the max of my age. Right. And uh, y'all, now, Randy's not. He doesn't remember the Nintendo 64. I had an older sister, James too. Bond. So kinda... Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't think so. But, Steven, you do. And this this was an idea of a perfect night. Blockbuster video, Pizza Hut Pizza, and 007 James Bond on Nintendo 64. It's good stuff. I loved having the rocket launcher in that game. Well, it's like I said, <laughs> yeah. my sister's five years older than I am, right. so I kind of get grandfathered into this. Because she played all that. That's right. That, those were the good days. Yeah. Those were the good days. And uh, Charburger, they make the good days happen now. They're the home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, which you have before 
Indeed, it was very good. It was very good. Wasn't it delicious? Yes, very surprised. And then uh, it's Philly cheesesteak and jumbo uh, crispy onion rings. Uh, That is Charburger. And then you want to keep playing like it's Blockbuster. They literally have a Pizza Hut beside them. Just saying. B&B Video Games, located in Albertville, right beside the Pizza Hut. They have an 80s-style arcade, Clay. Very nice. Let me explain this arcade to you. Over 50 video games. System. We're talking like the old 80. I was about to say, is it like, like Pac-Man? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah the, the good stuff. Cool thing, they have five games in the back, and they're highlighted that were in the actual filming of Stranger Things season two. Wow, they actually rented them to film them, and you can play them. They're available for you to play too, and uh, they also have vo- local video game retail story. Uh, that's B&B Video Games. Hey, guys, we are going to take a quick music break before we get to talk to Pam from FCA. It's a good day. We got Clay Miner. I'm here in the he, flesh. He's a celebrity. <laughs> Some really cool, really cool uh, suspenders. In the beard. In the beard. In the beard. And all, all I want to ask is, you got any of those that I can borrow? You just... The suspenders? Yeah. You're welcome to these yeah, if you want. Yeah, look at that. Those yeah. are nice. So nice. I mean, I would... I if mean, I wear those, then I don't have to wear a belt. Well, I'm just... Well, see, uh, you know, sometimes I get teased for that because I, I wear... Because you don't a, wear a belt? No, no, I do wear a belt. Oh. I wear a belt and suspenders. Like, why do you need oh, both? Oh, together. But it's also because I've got a bunch of junk it's that I extra, put on to the belt. It's an see. extra insurance policy. Yes. Correct, yes. You know. And, and like... I see the light it. in that day. Absolutely. You know? There's no risk. <laughs> <laughs> You just sound smart to me, you know, when you say that. That's right. And so, you know, just saying. Uh, and so, Clay, what's the funniest thing that's happened to you lately? You know, you're a youth pastor. You got... The funniest thing yeah. that's ever happened to me. Yeah. I don't know if it's funny. It's kind of it's kind of sad, but I found it sad. funny. Sad. Is uh, we, we took our youth to Six Flags this Saturday. So this is sad or funny? Uh, both. Okay. Okay. Um, it, it, I guess ultimately sad, but I, I think it's funny. And maybe that's just because I'm mean, but... <laughs> But uh, we took we took our youth to Six Flags Saturday, and when I was in youth, we would go for Fright Fest, and it was yeah. like, it was a really big deal. Had yeah. fun. We got there at twelve when it opened, and did not leave till eleven that night. Yeah. Okay. Well, youth are different now. Yeah. And they, you know, and my some of my kids are ready to go at six. They're like, no, nah, that's not happening. We're going to stay till seven, right? We're we're gonna play like that's it's right. not like, How dare I buy you a free ticket and make you stay and have fun at Six Flags? That's right. Yeah. So suck it up. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I love Britt Burns. He says, "Put them on live." I need to see suspenders with the polo. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to them. <laughs> yeah, you Do know, it. Do it right now for you, Britt. For you. Oh, put them on live. He wants you. Me to put yeah, them on. he wants you, you want to put them on. Yeah, right now. come you on, man. Like, yeah. hand them over here. This is for you, Britt. Zach, you got. This is great. I I haven't done this. He wants to see it with the, my, my. Here my we go. Look at this. You know, you get the gist right here. We're going. Man, these are legit. Yeah. These are, I, these are, I'm doing it, Britt. Now, you're taller than I, I am, so, like, they're adjusted in regards to height. So, you know, this, this is how don't it's Don't break the suspenders now. Uh, you're not going to break them. I don't worry about that. But oh, okay. They, they might be uncomfortable. You can't break these. Yeah. These aren't the cheap ones. These are, like, oh, the okay. legit. Uh, there's no way I'm getting that. Hey, what do you think? How's Miss Pam doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> you know, I just put these bad boys on. What nice, do you think? Nice save. Impressive. Yes. Impressive. Anything for you, Miss Pam? 
I did this media stunt for Britt Burns. Yeah. You know what that means. Pam Tablas is in the house! He's making us rocket. Like, hey, she has a dog behind her, too. There was not an announcement there that there would be a dog on this Zoom call. And there, a good look. What's up, dog? He's like staring at me, like, don't look at me. Oh, don't look him. at me. If you're not on our Facebook Live, you really should be to see this dog. It's very hilarious. Don't be on Facebook Live while you're driving, dog. It's dangerous. Yes. That's dangerous. We do not advise that. Uh, anyway, so Miss Pam, you are crazy cool. You obviously have a dog who's trying to be in this video, which makes you even cooler. Uh, and so, I know you're not wearing suspenders like me right now, but tell me what awesome things are going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Awesome. Well, forgive me for the distraction. I was nearby a high school that's close to my house. So I ran to my yeah. home office to do this so we get good reception. So, um, But what's going on? We got some great things, some exciting things going on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pay for what's happening behind you, right? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, he's gone. Wow. You made him mad. Yeah. yeah. Some exciting hurt. things going on. Um, first off, tomorrow at lunch for you men, not school age guys, um, we do family Christian athletics. So for your men, uh, we have what's called a power hour. So that's going to be over lunch nice. at 12 o'clock at Wenzel's. Nice. There in yeah, some good food. Yeah. And um, that's open to, to any men that want to come be a part of um, this fellowship. Somebody will speak and share a word and just a good time together. So like a men's huddle, I guess, is what it is. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you if you were going to speak, but... <laughs> then I was reminded that it was a men's huddle and you probably weren't. <laughs> no, not this time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she does this to me, Clay, but every time they have a big event, I'm like, you are the big event speaker, right, Miss Pam? And she's like, no. Absolutely not. Miss <laughs> Pam, you're so talented. Uh, so, uh -uh. so we got the power hour. What else is going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes? So a couple other things to mention. Um, one thing is for the ladies, because we don't want to leave the ladies out, is Behind the Bench. And that nice. is actually, we're going to host it in Huntsville, but it's open to everybody within Northeast Alabama, all the women. And that's going to be Tuesday, November 9th at 6 o'clock at Rocket City Tavern, which is right at the entrance of Redstone off of Research Boulevard. Um, and then Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast. We're what? So, so excited that's going to happen this year. And so that will be at Gunnersville High School Gymnasium, open to all schools. Uh, we normally do it at church, but we're wanting to expand, have a little more room. Yeah. And so that yeah. is going to be Thursday, November 18th at 6 a.m. And nice. that's for uh, students and adults alike. Uh, both are invited. And if adults would like to sponsor and provide for uh, students to be a part of that, uh, we would love for that to happen. So they can contact our office and uh, sponsor a table, which provides scholarships for kids to come. Now, now, tell me if I'm wrong, because I've been to that Iron Bowl prayer breakfast a few times. There is Chick-fil-A breakfast, is there not? Yes. Christian Come on, Jesus. Breakfast, that's right. <laughs> the Lord's chicken. chicken. Chicken biscuits, some donuts, and danishes, juice, drinks, nice breakfast, some fruit. And uh, get to hear a former Alabama and a former Auburn uh, player share. So, nice. always an awesome morning. And prizes to be had. There'll be some prizes, uh, scholarship to PLT. Uh, for a guy and a girl that attend. Miss Pam, I'm not crying. You are. 
talking about all that food. Um, and so, I am so glad that you came on here. And if you are not involved in Fellowship of Christian Athletes and all they do, you really are missing out on life. It is really quite fantastic. Uh, it's never going to let you down. It is an incredible opportunity, incredible place. So, thank you for being on here, Miss Pam. Thank you, guys. You need to uh, run your thumbs up and down those suspenders. So make you, feel you know, I can't make the back thing go all the way to my back. So, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm a little bigger than Clay. Just a little. He's taller. He's taller. <laughs> He's being nice. I'm a little bigger. <laughs> anyway, Miss Pam, you're the stuff. I guess I know what I'm getting everybody for Christmas. Suspenders. Anyway. <laughs> if you get me suspenders, please keep the receipt. That's, <laughs> that's very hurtful. Anyway, you have a wonderful day, Miss Pam. We think you're great. You too. Appreciate you guys. Talk Thanks to you so. later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. And now, today's clutch moment. Clay, I just I wanted to talk to you today about picking your friendships, right? And, mm -hmm. and how to have good ones, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to say this. The way people will remember you at the end of the year and at the end of your life starts with how that you're living today, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the best way that you can live is to love and to serve people around you. So my question to you Clay, is why is it important that we love and serve people? Well, I mean, it's it's important because, in my opinion, you know, human beings, right on the onset, we are selfish people, right? Like, yes. Like we we are naturally selfish, so we have to proactively every and and, and some people are more selfish than others, obviously. You yes. Know, you you meet some people who have a servant heart, but right. then there's those of us who have a selfish disposition. And so what we have to do is is go into every day with a focus of understanding that about ourselves and then, you know, trying to find ways to serve others to override those those negative aspects of our personality, right? So Yeah. And, and you know, no one likes a selfish person, even Nobody. though we already are, you know, we all are to some degree. Yeah. Know? Yeah, you're right. Uh and, and to to go deeper in this, like I said, you gotta love and serve people. Let's define those words, okay? Just so we have a stable definition of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm defining love. You love someone when you want the person to live his or her best life, right? Mm. The best life is ultimately a life chasing after Jesus. Mm. But it includes things like love, joy, peace, and purpose, right? Mm -hmm. The second thing I want to define is serve, right? Mm -hmm. You serve someone when you help that person live his or her best life as described in the last point that I just made, right? Yeah. See, there's not a formula for this. It requires you to get to know someone and get to know what what that person is like. So here's my next question. What do you think makes a good friend? What makes a good friend? Yeah, to you. What's what's the definition of a good friend? I, to, to me, a good friend, I, if, if I think some of the best friends I've ever had, they right. are... They are people like we just said who who are not selfish. Right. Who, in a way, make me uncomfortable at how much they want to serve me. Yeah. And then also people who are, um, are who are willing to tell me the truth even when I don't want to hear the truth. You know, That's good. Like like if, if you know, the the Bible's very clear. You know that it, 
if if I see a brother who is in sin, that I am to confront him because I love him. Right, right. privately. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so and so the the best friends I've ever had were people who came to me, and though they were probably scared, not that I'm a scary guy, but because they love me and they don't want the relationship to end. Right. They they were willing to say, "Hey, I've noticed these things in your life." And you need to change them, you yeah. know. And, and yeah. I just wanted to make that aware to you. And someone who has that that courage is is someone who cares about you deeply. Yeah. You know, not someone who schmoozes you over and wants you to uh, just like them. You know. Yeah. Well, and I, I would suspect this, Clay. When you were younger, you may have been friends with people because they were popular, or they had a swimming pool, or you know, a certain toy you might, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. As you've gotten older, you start being friends with people because you actually like them. Maybe you have a lot in common with them, and that's why maybe you have nothing in common with them, but you like them anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when we talk about loving and serving your friends, this is probably easy for us because it's easy to love and serve someone you like, but you've got to be willing to take a risk to really mm. love and serve your friends. So mm. what does it mean to be loyal? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of like a John 13, if I'm, yeah. if I'm correct. Jesus just washes the disciples' feet, including Judas, who That's betrays true. him. And he knew that. And then he says, I'm going to give you a new commandment. It's to love one another. The world will know you for your love, right? Yeah. And so what's really cool about, about the, that section of Scripture is you see Jesus define love and service and like love and service is something that is not selfish because yeah. a lot of times we only love people who can serve us right like I, I, I love preach. yeah I love people yeah. only for what they can give me right. whereas Jesus gives a command of love that is absolutely sacrificial and n- not in any way self-serving that's good you know like like he is exhibiting a love to the disciples for which they can never repay him for. And then he asks them to do the exact same for them. You know, and he does that right before he makes even a bigger sacrifice. Mm. You know, I mean, that's a powerful moment. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend is always loyal, and a brother is born to help in a time of need. I think this proverb saying that a good friend is always there for you no matter what, in good times and in bad times. But what does that really mean? And I want to say this first, and then we're going to go through this quick. So what does that mean? How do we live this out? Four things. First thing I want to say to you is be happy when they're happy, right? Mm. You ever had somebody like miserable all the time or they get upset when somebody succeeds? Absolutely. That's that's because they're selfish. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all selfish, but we've got to get to a point where we're happy when somebody else is happy. We rejoice in other people's victories. The second thing you can do to love and serve your friend is to be there for them when they're sad, right? And this is what we think of when we think of friendship, right? We need somebody to be there when we're really going through some hard times. Because we all do, right? Well, and, and be willing to look for ways to serve. Right. Especially in our southern cultures, How can I? what can I do for you? And they're right. going to tell you nothing. Nothing. But if a, a true friend is going to be someone who finds ways to help and That's be so there good. for a sad friend. And that's so good. Such a good point. A third thing you can do to love and serve your friend is to be truthful, Mm. even when it's tough. It's what you just said. Absolutely. And that's a hard thing to do, right? Absolutely. But to be truthful. You don't want to make them mad. I'm not saying hurtful. Now, hear me. If you really care about something, you're not going to be hurtful about it. If you find pleasure in telling somebody an issue they have, then you probably shouldn't be telling. 
Probably not a right, really good Clay? friend. Yeah, you're, yeah not a good, I mean, you're not a legit friend. Right, and the, and the fourth thing you can do to love and to serve your friend is to pray for them and pray with them. And, I, and it, as you're out there, I want to ask yourself, when's the last time you prayed for one of your friends? Mm. When's the last time you sincerely prayed for them? Uh, we need to do that more often. Again, typically, because we are selfish, our prayers revolve around us. Yeah, yeah, and that's it's just the truth. Uh, and and so that's my challenge to you out there when you're looking for friends those four characteristics will help you a lot to pick good ones absolutely and right ones that will help you and help mature you uh, and another good choice clay is charburger they don't let you down they're a good friend I've never had charburger where it's it's uh, disturbed me or hurt me <laughs> They're there for me. They're that they're that snack that never. It's a good old uh, when I'm struggling time. I need, right. I need char Feel burger. good food. Yes, yes. So if you're ever in mourning, char burger helps with those feelings. And then there's B and B video games. Also, you've got to meet this owner seriously, Clay. That he is one of the coolest guys I've ever met. He has to be cool if he's got video games from Stranger Things. Yes, but not only in that, he's so many other things. Steven, you remember any of the other movies and shows he's? Well, been? I know Pixels. Pixels. And what is it? The Donkey. Walking Dead. He was an extra in. He yes. Was, he actually got killed. He was one of the zombies. He that got showed killed. me the clip. That wow. was pretty cool. Just a cool guy all the way around. Amazing. Rick. Rick. Mm-hmm. Rick is amazing. Rick's got connections too, don't he? He yes. does. In uh, B&B video games, he actually sat with the parents of the actors of Stranger Things uh-huh. while they were recording. But B&B video games, such a cool place. Right beside the Pizza Hut. You couldn't have been more appropriate. That's right. Not more appropriate. Hey, we're going to go to some music. We will be back probably in around five minutes with our sports analyst, Greg Glasscock. All right, we are so excited to have with us Greg, the man Glasscock. He is the voice of the Wildcats. He, even more importantly, is the varsity sports analyst. Just there saying, you go. I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, that's the you most know? important job. Right it there. is. Yeah. He needs an award for that. It's <laughs> that's what we keep telling ourselves. But really, he well, is the voice of the Wildcats. He is tremendous. And he keeps us up to date on what's going on in Marshall County football. So, Greg, can you give us the rundown of what's happening in Marshall County right now? I tell you, it's getting close to playoff time. This is the last week of the regular season. Uh, last week, um, kind of a quiet week overall. There's a couple things decided, but not a whole lot. As the top three seeds in the region were already sewn up before with Gunnersville having the one, Fairview two, Boaz three, and I believe everybody thought Douglas would get in with a four seed, their first appearance in the playoffs since 98. Big they deal. Solidif- they, it is a huge deal, but they solidified that by beating uh, Crossville. Crossville Friday night, so that set. Uh, Boaz was off Friday night, so uh, yeah, everything's set for the playoffs now, which this wraps up the regular season, and this is a non-region week. But still some important games, some interesting games, some rivalry games this week, especially in Marshall County. A real important game, I think, that'll be real even is Arab and Boaz. And Boaz, that's going to be a good one. And then, of course, the 107th meeting between Albertville and Gunnersville, the longest-run rivalry in the state of Alabama. So, um, 
those will be a couple of good games. And the forecast I'm looking at, it looks like 40s and rain, possibly. So Woo! how's that for some football weather at the end of the regular <laughs> season? Yeah. It's a good thing you'll be in that press box. That's exactly right. <laughs> you got that right, without a doubt. But, um, but a bit, you know. Hey, Greg, you got an extra seat up there with you? <laughs> hey, I bet I could find one. <laughs> I, could you get me a press pass? I'm kind of, you know. <laughs> I figure you'd probably show up at the Arab Boaz game. Oh, that would be awesome. That'll uh, be a good one, I think. I think that's yeah. two pretty evenly matched teams well, there. That should be a good game. Okay, and, and he knows because I'm an Arab not graduate. Uh, but I, I'm steadily becoming a Wildcat, you know. My my son goes to school. And, it uh, hurts, though, don't it? A little bit. Uh, it doesn't hurt that they're winning. I love that they're winning. I want them to win. Uh, and anyway, so they are going to play Albertville at Albertville, right? Gunnersville and Albertville will be at Albertville Friday night. And Boaz is at Arab? At Boaz. At Boaz. Mm. Ooh. Friday night. The turf, right. the turf field. The new yeah. turf. The new the new turf. Yeah, Arab right. and Boaz both got new turf this year. This year. That's exactly oh, Arab right. got turf as yeah, well. Yeah, they did. Wow. Yeah. You know, Arab, I'm sure you already know this. Uh, great season they had. They made the playoffs. Second they seed. They actually finished as a two seed. Yeah. Uh, they beat Springville last week, and they could have gotten the one seed if Fort Payne would have beat Oxford. They would have had the head-to-head on Fort Payne, but Oxford won that game, so that gave Arab the second seed. And I looked it up, and it's actually still to be determined who they'll play. In the crossover, there is a tie between, I believe it's Homewood and Chelsea. Mm. So one of those teams will come to Arab, and everything I've heard is uh, – you better get there early next Friday night at Arab because I think the whole city is coming out. Mm, that's so exciting, Greg, because I can't. You, I don't know when the last time was they hosted a playoff game. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know either. I'd have to look that up. Um, it's, it's been obviously a while. the way the community's acting. I bet it's been a while. It's been mm. a while. It's been a so while. Be, so it'll be big next week. We'll have several county teams in the playoffs. The only ones that'll be hosting will be Gunnersville and Arab with uh, Boaz and Douglas being on the road. Whew, that'll be fun. Indeed. That'll be fun. So, Greg, man, that's some good news. Well, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I tell you, Gunnersville's got a real tough first-round matchup. they got that crossover out of Birmingham, and they play Ramsey. Mm. And that is a very good four-seed. That's mm. going to be a tough, tough game. So, you know, this is an interesting week because I, I think this week is bigger for the fans than anything because, Probably. of course, you're Gunnersville. You want to beat Albertville, but the thing is, next week means a whole lot more than this week. This week, you lose. It means nothing. Well, yeah. it's easy for me to say. I, I mean, don't try <laughs> to tell a coach that, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in reality, the don't, playoffs. Don't let Coach you know, Reese hear you say that. Exactly yeah. <laughs> right. But in reality, next week you lose, you go home. Mm, that's this true. week you lose, you still play next week. Yeah. But yeah. being a rivalry just a few miles away, I mean, and it's a big game. It's one that I want every year to win. Mm. I mean, you know, and as bad of a year as Albert was had, I'm still concerned about this game because when they match up, I mean, y- you really don't know. It's like an Alabama-Auburn game. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, Albert has got one win. If you think about it, this this game could make their season. Yeah. I mean, this is it for them for the year, so they're yeah. going to probably throw everything out there but the kitchen sink. Yeah. 
So Gunnersville's going to have to be ready. They can't just think they're going to waltz in there and blow them out. They're going to have to be ready to play ball. Yeah, and, wow. and the win for Gunnersville would be big for morale booster for the playoffs, too. Oh, sure. Yeah, you just beat your rival, won the Marshall yep. County Championship outright. So I guess technically this game does mean more than I thought because it would wrap up. I'm thinking they've already got the county wrapped up, but just to be honest, because they beat every county school so far. But then again, if Arab beats Boaz and Gunnersville loses, then I guess technically Arab and Gunnersville would be tied for it. And I don't know if you do a tiebreaker for a Marshall County Championship like a head-to-head. I, I don't know what they do in that case. But yeah, it's like anything else, just win, take care of business, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about what other people do. That's right. Wow. So um, it's a big game before the playoffs, and next week is the second season. And then before you know it, I heard, I don't know if they've already been on the show or not, you got some uh, guys going to be talking some basketball. That's right around the corner. Yep. Uh, looking yep. forward to that. I think the first home game is in about three weeks or so. So. Uh, yep, they'll be in here in a matter of minutes. Yeah, so that'll so. be a lot of fun hearing them talk about some, some hoops. And you know Kurt. Kurt's very large. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you think the suspenders would fit, Kurt? Let's try it. We're going to give it a roll. We're going to give it a whirl. <laughs> the suspenders on Kurt. Yeah, 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 I tried them on. They wouldn't fit me completely. I was going to say, so. you don't want to see suspenders on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know you weren't talking about me. Let's go, Greg. Anyway. Yeah, suspenders would look good on Kurt, though. Yeah, yeah. We're going to try that out. Uh, but anyway, Greg, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for all sure that thing. you've done this season. Sure thing. And hopefully next week we can talk about the playoffs a little bit it'll be getting cranked up yeah big deal i hope they all went i mean just go for a long time at least you know yeah it's good for the county if everybody wins you know it'd be yeah great. yeah i'm all for that thank you greg you're the man sure anytime Steven? all right see you guys it's the varsity athlete interview I am excited to have in the studio one again i say again kurt blanchard He's a phenomenal guy. And Brody Perry from Gunnersville High School basketball team, which is no joke. They made it to the Sweet 16 last year. Uh, they do phenomenally every year. They have one of the greatest coaches I've ever met. Sure. Love their coach. Love their coach. Uh, coach Brett Self. He's phenomenal. Uh, and we are just honored to have you guys with us today. It's nice to be here. Nice to be here. Very nice to be here. How are you? Good. How are you? Man, I'm good. So, how is practice going? How's this year going to be? It's good. We should we should be good. We uh, we started like full time practice last Monday, but we've been since school started. We've been going every morning. So every morning, seven o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> seven, well, bright and early. Uh, how early? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Man. Still waiting on the football players to get back, and then we'll be full speed. Yeah, okay. we're full speed right now, but just got to get them back. The whole we'll... team, right? Yeah. Right. All right. And uh, so you're talking practice. Let's talk about practice drills, right? Everybody's got to go through them, and uh, some of them you you really like. They're they're a lot of fun, <laughs> and, and they they are not just pushing time away. And try not to die. But then there's that. There's those drills oh, yeah. that kill you inside. You know, for sure. So I want to know from you guys, what are the what are the difference? What what's your least favorite drill and what's your favorite drill? 
hope coach isn't listening <laughs> yeah me too i really i really don't we did this cone drill and i really hate it I, it's, the cone oh yeah. yeah full court cone drill it's the worst yeah, it's ball handling. explain it Can, it's, it's like so we got cones on both sides of half court you gotta do it. it's just full court layups non-stop and you just gotta like you dribble through the cones and yeah. he calls out a move a move you gotta do and you do the move and it's just tiring like by the end, you're so out of breath. Yeah. Man. Awesome. Wow. So what do you think that y'all do that other teams don't? I would that say. That makes you stand out. I would say, like, there, we never have a dull moment. Like, we're always going and getting better every minute of practice. And, like, by the end, everybody's, like, so tired. We've all left it out there. So I would say just never, like, taking any moment off is what separates us. That's yeah, awesome. I agree with that. It's, That's your analogy, Brody. <laughs> well, we just like, like you said, we leave everything out there. So we just never, we're always so tired at the end. And it's just, we're always pushing ourselves to get better. So. That's a good tired. Yeah. 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 It is. So in the break, we're talking about how the game of basketball has changed tremendously. So my question is, is how physical does high school basketball get sometimes? Like, have you ever broke your nose? <laughs> he did this summer. In, in other words, nose. what did you I break? Did. Uh, I broke my nose right here, and I had to have surgery on it. And, what? Playing uh, basketball? Yes. Wow. It was at a practice, actually. Yeah. It was in our summer our On summer teammate. Team camp. On teammate yeah. did it. So it was accidental. Someone didn't yes, actually try to break came down with right. the shoulder yeah. and broke my nose. <laughs> Has someone ever tried to break your nose in basketball? No. Uh, it's, I mean, I would say some games are more physical than others. Yeah. Like, it'll depend on who you're playing, like. I would especially definitely say some schools are more physical than others. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, a few years ago, we played Aniana. There it is. I was gonna ask at about home. That was a pretty physical game. <laughs> that one got intense. I didn't know if it was appropriate to ask which school was the most physical. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask who's the most physical team you play. I, I had. I didn't play Aniana. They didn't play. That was my sophomore year yeah. when we played them. Uh, I don't know. Most physical. Oh no. Arab's pretty physical. They always try say. to play. They play a little bit dirty sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but I would but, say Kurt has more problems. Like guards, they don't really. I mean, they'll push you around and stuff, but then the post is where it gets really dirty and physical. Man. In what way? Like It's just a lot of beating and banging. I mean, you know. Bunch just, of shoving and pushing. Yeah, but it's all like uh, under the table. Like you try to do it where nobody <laughs> sees type of stuff, you know, but. You do get caught every like, like a hold, uh, like a lineman holding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like they all do it. Oh, yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, talking about that, because you, you know you get you get uh, riled up and everything like that. What would you say? Who are like your biggest rivalries? What's that game? That game or two that you always circle on the calendar that you're just you, you really want to win? That it's a little extra. Definitely Albertville. Hundred percent Albertville. Albertville. Yeah. The Aggies. Yeah, without a doubt. Wow. And how good does it feel when you win that game? Oh, uh, it's like Pretty best good. feeling. You, there's that's one of the. I mean, every year that's one of the best games we play, just because yeah. of like both sides being so into it, and it's it's always a good game. Big rivalry. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. So like the day of the game. How do you prepare for the game? Like oh, that's what, good. What what is a uh, what does a typical game day look like before the game starts? Uh, we'll normally come in first period and like get some shots up, just kind of 
like get awake i guess you could say for the day and then uh we'll go over like some plays we might see from them and some plays we're gonna run and then we'll go throughout the school day or whatever and then afterwards if it's a home game we'll eat team meal in the lunchroom and most of the time we have a shoot around in the afternoon too and then go home and chill out for a little bit then come back and get ready to get after well, it's, it's kind of, you know, there's a balance somewhere because you oh, don't yeah. want to wear your players out, but right, then right. again, you want to be prepared. So is that is it the same for every game? Or is there some people, like if you played Abertville, would it, would it look the same? Or, or yeah. would they be a little more intense in game, your preparation? Game day is normally the same, but uh, I would the say. the practice before, I would yeah. say. Like, like hey, when we're week. playing Abertville, we're a lot more like pumped up and yeah. hyped up during the practice week instead of or couple days however many days we get in just like a normal game the day game day is always like the same routine we try to keep it the same but i would definitely say like the days leading up it, if it's a bigger game we're definitely more like intense and have harder practices I would say. what's your personal routine on the day of the game is there a song that you listen to is there superstitious stuff you do before <laughs> you I, I mean what do you what do you do to get Personally, both of you've got to be different. So, what what's yes. that day look like? I uh, I know what you do as a team, but tell me what you do. I always got I have game day socks, so I always wear the same. I mean, they're clean. They're clean. Like thank the Lord. But, <laughs> so you do clean I those socks. Them, I wash them. I wash them. But he wants to make that the, clear. They don't move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wear the same socks on game day. But really, I just try to like stay calm. And I mean, we've been preparing, so we know like what to do we just gotta go out and execute so i, I feel confident in our preparation i just mainly like prepare myself mentally for like just like all the noises and stuff that like on like this basically the student section like it's a lot more different in the game than it is so i just you gotta just prepare for that and be ready for whatever they're gonna do and get ready I don't think I've ever asked this. What's the hardest atmosphere you've ever played in? Mm. I mean, Albertville is always like at Albertville. And then last year for the Sweet 16 with COVID, it was different. Most of the time we would play at Jacksonville State. Yeah. We had to travel to Ramsey. And it was a very like dead environment. And like there was a buzzing going on. And like yeah. all the lights were almost out. It was just. It was a weird place to play in. I would say that was one of the tougher. So places. the the quiet, yeah, was worse than the yeah. crowd. Yeah. yeah, like they didn't even. That have doesn't a, make sense. Yeah. The quiet. Yeah, they didn't even have a student section. Really, I don't like, even know if they had cheerleaders. Yeah, like, like they. It, it was, was all of our them. fans. So it's literally just five on five in a, <laughs> yeah. In a yeah. And then yeah. when we hit a shot, our fans go crazy and they'll yeah. they'll dunk and they're there's they nobody there. Nobody no reaction. It yeah. was it was crazy. Well, see, that was going to be my next question because when I was in school, I had zero school spirit at all. Like, I, <laughs> I, I didn't even really, to this day, I don't what fully understand. What school did you go to? Rally. Boaz. I went Boaz. Oh, okay. And I didn't really understand what a pep rally was for. <laughs> so, so, my question Why are we here? <laughs> you the one invited me. So, <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> so, my question was like, in what ways uh, does the student section influence the way the game goes? Like, is that does well, it really make an impact? Yes. Like, I mean, if it's like our student section, it just depends. Like, I mean, they can get in players' heads, mm, just like really? other student. I mean, they can get in. Like, if you're rattled, yeah. yeah. If say like you miss two shots, they're gonna say something about it and get in your head about it. And 
try to make you miss that third one and keep going but it helps when you it does help when they're like talking to you and you do hit a shot like that that gives you some boost in your confidence but when you're missing and they're on you about it it really hurts your confidence in your head but is is there like a threshold on how much the uh the student section can be involved like because i remember specifically our our student section when i was in school getting in trouble yeah mm -hmm. like they just they, can't come on the floor. Yeah, they can, it. they can do it. I mean, lot. not like they can, you can't like touch anybody on the floor, come on the floor, and like they obviously their, you can't like throw anything or anything like that. They can but, have their signs and say yeah. whatever they want to, really. That's not just and too have bad. like cowbell, or whatever. Yeah, really, yeah. be as loud as they want to be. Wow. wow. So, is is it a new pair of socks per season or the same pair <laughs> during your whole high school basketball game? <laughs> nah, nah, I get, I get new ones. They. When they wear out and get holes in them, then I'll go get some new ones. So then they instantly, like, is there, like, a ceremony that you have at home where you, like... Nah, I just do don't. You, no! <laughs> <laughs> you cut what the, turns them to lucky? I mean, what? <laughs> you cut the socks up and then burn them is our question. Nah, I just, just throw them away. <laughs> do you anoint them with oil before you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. Nah. No? You just nah. throw them away. What do you, do you have anything like that? I don't, uh... I don't really think anything. <laughs> I don't really have anything like that. What is the uh, what's the biggest game you've ever had? Like most points or so, you know, that you've ever been in. Like ever. Ever. I, don't know. I would. Say, I think I remember one game. I had like twenty-seven points, something like that. But no, no big deal. Just, just twenty-seven <laughs> points. I don't. Thirty-two rebounds. Twenty-seven. <laughs> I don't. Just for the know. record, that's more points than I've ever scored in high school basketball. <laughs> Mostly because I never played basketball. What's a pep rally for? <laughs> <laughs> I've got some How about you? Yeah. Uh, the most points I've ever scored in my career is 28. Oh, oh he had to one-up you yeah. over there. What, <laughs> what is that, Kurt? He gets all the shots. I just get the rebounds. I, I don't know. So for his job, he did better than you. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. So, uh, are you a three-point shooter? Yes, yeah. I am. How many? How well do you do at that? And how many do you? What's the most three-pointers you've hit in a game? In a game, I've hit I think seven or eight threes in a game. And it's why just... are you being lazy? What? <laughs> Crazy. His foot was on the line for some reason. Jeez. Next Man. time, try harder, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all need uh, to have me in a motivational statement. Right. <laughs> 28 <laughs> points? Really? Jeez. <laughs> Do better. <laughs> so, uh, tell me about this. When did you have a game that you might have really lost? Like, you... you lost it, it was hurtful there was a lot of pain to it but it eventually it helped you become a better athlete like tell me about a game where that happened for you like you really went through something but it made you a better athlete in the long term i think that ramsey game i i, I didn't play but it was the seniors last game on the court so mm. just seeing that in the locker room and seeing that it was it was their last game as a high schooler that was that was definitely like a different feeling for me and I feel like that's helped me like this year for them their senior year help help me become a better player and play harder for them for their senior year so yeah uh I'm gonna have to go with it was coach self's first year here yeah he opened up at home with Plainview 
and we we lost. I don't even remember how much, but it seemed like they couldn't miss a shot. Man, and we just really like woke all of us up, and like like we we were definitely better prepared and just more focused the rest of the season after that. Because I mean, obviously, we wanted to win for Coach Self and for our seniors and just for that entire team. And I think it definitely helped us the rest of the year, just getting that feeling the first game and that like we didn't we never forgot that feeling. So yeah. Well, perhaps perhaps I'm causing a distraction here that I shouldn't. But what about like college aspirations? Are you gonna play? Will you be playing college ball? And if so, where? Maybe that's a question more for Kurt. We're gonna see uh, what this year entails and what all I get at the end of the year. But we'll we'll just see what all comes from this year before we make a final decision. Has anything <laughs> started coming? I mean, I I've been to like some elite camps and that kind of stuff. So you are of the elites, what you're saying? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not like that <laughs> yes, far. He uh, I mean, he's been to the elite camps. So. I I actually missed this whole summer. I had shoulder surgery, so I'm a little set back from that, like missing that recruitment period. But uh, we're just gonna see what this year entails. Brody's definitely got more. He's got two more years to get more looks and stuff like that. I also that. miss the summer and I feel like yeah. that definitely hurt hurt but his me nose. hurt me or help hurt me more than help me because I missed yeah. I didn't really I didn't I played the first tournament and then that was probably our smallest tournament we had and they went to Nashville and stuff and I didn't get a chance to play in front of those coaches so either one of us mo- both of us met I missed the whole summer and he missed most of it so yeah I played the first the first team camp we had yeah. Yes. That was it. So, we're, we're banged up a little bit. Am, am I allowed to ask you, Kurt, since it's your senior year, if you could go anywhere, where mm. would you go? You know, I mean, growing up, I've always been like an Alabama fan. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> here recently, <laughs> I, um, I visited Ole Miss, like uh, just a campus tour, and I really like Liked it a lot there, so I, I mean, right now I would say I go to Ole Miss, but we'll just see at the end of the year. You know, a lot of it depends on what kind of scholarships I get and that type of stuff. But I mean, Alabama's always an option. But I don't know. We'll see. That's that's a phenomenal Nate Oates. <laughs> He's incredible, man. Oh, he has sure. turned that basketball program yes. upside down. Very fast good this too. year. Yeah. Incredible. Really good this year. Yeah. Incredible. How about you, man? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, if you could go anywhere, uh, play. Uh, I'd probably say right Alabama. I got to, something good going on yeah. down there now. Like yeah. I've never been able to say that before. It'd be like basketball season. We just happy to hit the NIT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just happy to get there, yeah. and then we'd struggle this last year. Are you serious? Oh, uh, no. Now we got J.D. We're Davidson. Even, we're we're even better this year. Yeah. They're Should recruiting be like better. crazy. Yeah, we're, we're yes. going to be really good this year. I uh, saw the other day we're like number seven in the AP polls right yeah. now or something. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's Before a big change from NIT. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all that to say, uh, and then you get these crazy Villanova in. Nobody knew. <laughs> <laughs> Football season comes. Where's that? <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I heard you talking about your. Um, I heard you talking about your coach, and like I said, he is a special guy. He is. For he's sure. an incredible. He's one of my favorite coaches that I've ever gotten to talk to. Just, I just really like Coach Self. 
what makes him so special and what i mean what has he meant to go he's not been there that long mm -hmm. uh but what is what's so awesome about him what is what is uh what how's he developed you how has he helped you grow i would definitely say like he's more than just a coach like there's there's like we have basketball practice and he's always there at basketball stuff but like he's always going to be there for you after practice before mm. whenever you need him he's there i would definitely yeah. say like he builds that relationship with everybody on the team and i, I would say that's what makes him so so amazing yeah, he's always there if you need to you need to talk to him about anything yeah. or go to him or need help with anything he's always there to help you and on and off the court so. wow uh, and I, we're looking at your schedule right there. It's on the screen. Uh, and uh, Columbia Brewer, Brewer, Columbia, May Jamison, Etowah. Uh, and uh, how? What you think? What do you think going on right? Uh, we we're supposed to what, open up a May Jamison. Yeah. Um, which November? Yeah, November nineteenth. Um, like we said earlier, we're missing a good bit of our team for football so we'll we hope they do good in the playoffs and we'll be there to cheer them on but you're ready to have them yeah <laughs> we'll see. we want them to go as far as they can but uh we'll definitely be waiting on them when they get back yeah yeah and yeah. Out, out of those schedule because uh well is that is that every game you have no, no. sir it is not I uh i think the day, the day after the May Jemison game, we're supposed to travel to Decatur and play okay, yeah. them. That both of those That's games a big will game. be. Both of those games will be. Yeah, we games. open up with May Jemison and on that yeah. Friday night at home, and then that Saturday we travel to Decatur and play them. Yeah. Woo. Be be a good test at the beginning. <laughs> yes. Show us what we're made of right away. Yeah. What's the team that uh, I won't say intimidates you, but you just like if you can beat them you know you're going to be having a good season i mean i would definitely say may jemison open up they're yeah. they're a really good team and i mean that's going to show us really what we got which it is at the beginning so we're going to get better as the season goes on but that would, de that would definitely show us what what we've got at the what time and, right yeah there, right what there. we need to improve Improving. on and that'll definitely be a big game yeah. that's awesome well, another personal reflective question: Like, why basketball? Like, y'all are two athletic boys who could be football. I'm assuming that's only basketball player. Yeah, do y'all yes. play football as well? I do not. Why? Uh, I just I've never liked football. I've never liked uh, just like the many guys on the like the field at a time. Like, I just like a chemistry thing. And on basketball, you only have five at a time, and then like. Instead of eleven, like, mm. I just like a smaller. More I, I just never yeah. got into football either. Gotcha. I played in middle school. Um, what positions you play? Lineman. Lineman. They've been wanting me to play at the high school, but I just didn't. I don't know. I never really like loved it the way I did basketball, and it yeah. took time away from basketball, and I didn't like that, so I just stuck with basketball. Is and there? It, is it? Go ahead. It always interferes with yeah, basketball season. Yeah. Like the football players now are missing. Like they hadn't been, they they right now they're not coming to like anything basketball related like they're there for us but, but like they're they not can't do anything yeah. like we don't want them to get hurt or anything yeah. like yeah. that yeah. overwork them yeah and they, like they I, we got nothing against them we want them to go as far as they possibly yeah. can I mean I know me and Brody are there uh, and a lot of the guys that don't play football are there every Friday night supporting them so yeah. 
Is, is there a, a particular individual in your life that kind of influenced you and coached you towards basketball or helped you in, in that pursuit? Uh, when I was younger, I played uh, AAU, so like travel ball in the summer, and um, Jonathan Hyde was my coach. He definitely helped me fall in love with the game more and more. Uh, he actually owns Supreme Courts now, and he's really blown that up and really brought a lot of attention to basketball here in our area. It's mm. so. awesome. I'd, I'd say mine is uh, Coach Moody, Rick Moody. Yeah, uh, he's been. I've been training with him for a long time now. He was uh, uh, Alabama's women's basketball coach, uh, Syracuse's basketball coach. He's just been. He's very good. Knows basketball very well, and he's. I've been training with him for a long time. I don't, like ever since I've started playing basketball, and he's brought me. Up. He's the reason that I am good at basketball. Or he, uh, he's okay. He's yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Big deal. I've good. actually met Rick. Yes, he's a very good guy. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible guy. Yes. Uh, and and so you know we got about six minutes. Let let me ask you this, guys. Tell tell us about because you know. We just talked about all the intense, the pressure, all that. Tell us about something funny, something that, you know, hysterical that might have happened to you during practice on the game, you know, something maybe <laughs> that you might not want to remember, you know. <laughs> let's talk about that. So just, let's go with you first. I've been going to Kurt. Yeah, yeah, so, I would Brody? say uh, just last year, like, I didn't play a lot. And, yeah. Uh, it was just like a learning year for me, kind of. And I was a sophomore. And when I would go in, coach would – me to like hit my shots because I mean I'm a shooter like that's what I do and like he would call out a play for me and if I'd miss it and I would I would just like I have all this like pressure pressure on me but like I'd miss it and like like sometimes I'd airball it so I guess that'd be <laughs> funny but and it's just funny because I'd airball it and then I'd get chewed out for it but uh, it was definitely like I don't know intense for me to just go in and have that on me to and then airball <laughs> i would say like one of the funniest moments throughout the whole seasons when like uh like after the game especially after a win like we'll have music playing in the locker room and everybody's dancing and not <laughs> one of us knows how to dance like at all no, it's, love you. it's hilarious you're making a fool of you. yeah so you're telling me you can't dance kurt not even a little bit yeah <laughs> 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 i don't believe it I don't <laughs> no, not even a little. <laughs> not even a little. We only have a handful of guys that can dance a little bit on our team. We had one dude last year named Charlie. Oh, and one man. time in the locker room, we were we celebrating the win. We were it playing was after music. the Hourville game. Yes, at yeah. Hourville game at home. We it's the music them. louder after a win at Hourville. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Confetti blues. <laughs> we were in the locker room and he got in like our little dance circle and out of nowhere he just hits a backflip and we it all was like crazy. Everybody like, went he crazy. Was just standing there. Just Nobody was expecting it. Oh, it was, it was insane. If I could ever hit a backflip and not die, I would go crazy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it would be awesome. Me too. Uh, and, and then the last question, you know, uh, in basketball, you, there's times you're out on the court and, and you just get these bad calls from these people in stripes. <laughs> and it's, it's just a little frustrating. <laughs> and tell me about a time when they, the refs, just they just got it wrong. They just got it wrong. And, and you wish they would have called it different. Like, there's times they call things, and you know you did it. 
You know oh, you yeah, did it. Yeah, you yeah, know they were true. right. That is true. But they did it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they were right. Like, it may even change the whole game. Like, uh, let's see. What year was that? That would have been sophomore year. Yeah. We were playing Albertville at home. Right. Albertville again. And <laughs> it was. <It's> that team. <laughs> it was like Todd, pretty sure. And there was like maybe like three seconds left. Mm-hmm. They missed a shot, would have forced it into overtime. We might have even been up one, so like we would have won. And one of their guys goes up and like tips it in, but the ball was still on the rim, and they called the game, and Albertville won. Mm-hmm. So and it was still was, on the rim. It was still, which you can't touch it if it's still on the rim. Mm-hmm. So, I that. what was that game for you, man? Uh, I don't really know. There's been a lot of those, but not really any like big game changers like that one, but. I just say like the little calls. I mean, I'll do a little stutter step sometimes, and like I know it's not a travel. Like I know for a fact oh, I've yeah. studied it. It's not a travel, and then they'll <laughs> call me for it every time. Like me and Coach he Moody, knows we've, for a fact. we we've went over it. Like we've studied it, everything, and they call it every time I do it. So I they're just not gotta, as educated as you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I just got to take it out of my down game. To. I just I just don't study like Brody does. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. I. I have so badly sometimes wanted to take a pair of glasses and hand them to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, many times. C- can many they times. eject you for that? Like, can they? I'm sure they the, can. Can they eject? That's the why crowd? I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> never. Well, see, that was gonna. I wanted to. <laughs> that was gonna be my next question. You was talking about like the rim deal. Is is there a particular time when the crowd? Because I, I, I know I've been to ba- enough basketball games to know that the crowd can't gets nuts. the whole crowd, right? <laughs> like, has there been, ever been a time? Like, what's the worst the crowd has ever been? Um, like getting mad at a call or something like that. Uh, well, my dad's kind of notorious <laughs> for this. Um, he's gotten thrown out no. of quite a few. Really? No. He's gotten thrown yes, out. Mine yes. too. I'm uh, right there with him. So they can throw the crowd out. Yes. Yes. Okay. They, they don't usually throw. Like, so I, don't I don't even know what a pep rally is. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> what's a pep rally? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen them throw the whole crowd out. No, nah. they do throw. I've seen a lot of times where they throw a hand. Most of the time, it's just like out. I've only seen it where it's just That'd like be hilarious. That's one individual. <laughs> yeah, maybe two. But I've yeah. never seen like a whole bunch. Yeah. Of all right, all y'all get out of here. Yeah, I love you. And then, <laughs> every one of it. All two hundred of them. Get out of here. That would delay the game quite a bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait for everyone yeah. to clear yeah. uh, Get yeah. out. <laughs> so they do eject sometimes, like not an entire section, but like a group of people. Does that they ever can, happen? Yeah. Yes, interesting. And no, if they wanted to, I guess they could get I the mean, whole stands out. Yeah, they could clear the gym, enough, I guess. I mean, you know. But we need to research that and see if it's right. ever been done. COVID, yeah. get out. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. So you're making me mad in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dual purpose. Uh, anyway, guys, we are so honored that you you have come on the show with us. And, uh, man, I'm excited for you. Uh, yes, we are This too. year, yeah. I, hope it's, I hope you go all the way to state. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I believe in you. That's definitely our goal. Oh, for and, sure. and I hope you two end up at Bama so you can hook me up with some tickets. <laughs> yes, um, <sir>. then, <laughs> <laughs> then you could interview them. Right. Yeah, Alabama there right. Go. There you go. That was my thought. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, guys, you are fantastic. If y'all want to stay with us, you can. We'd love to have you. But we're going to go to some music. Uh, thank you if you're watching out there for listening to these two incredible athletes. And uh, we hope that you stay on. Uh, But before we go to some music, we want to tell you about 
uh, the people who fuel the varsity is the Char Burger. Home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger. How was yours? That was very good. And very the, good. And these guys know the Char Burger yeah. is a staple yeah. of Gunnersville. Oh, for sure. They are a staple of uh, the Wildcat Burger, the Philly cheesesteaks, the Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. They make a Dr. Pepper milkshake. Really? They do. Mm. I didn't bring it, but they made it. And so, <laughs> and then B&B Video Games right beside appropriately placed by Pizza Hut. It's got an 80-style arcade. So like Pac-Man and all these other games. You pay once, you play as many as you want for as long as you want. That's a cool really? little deal. deal. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and the owner there is he's tremendous. Open to close. Yes. Wow. Yes, you could literally start at wow. 12 on Sunday and go 8 to Thursday. Or you could go 12 on Friday and go all the way to 9 at night. You could play wow. 9 hours of video games for huh. one price. Wow! Uh, back in our back in me and Stevens' day, you'd have to have a whole pocket full <laughs> of change. Yeah. But thank you God for <laughs> debit cards, <laughs> you know. Uh, but anyway, that's B and B video games. Hey, we're gonna go to some music. We will be back with freestyle. This is your chance to win a five-person pass to B and B video games. Mm. So here's a question off of what I was saying earlier: Is I had a buddy who. Literally, from the time he could enter into a league, uh, he played football. And uh, when he graduated his senior year, he got offered a scholarship, not to a D1 school, but uh, like a uh, – what's, what's, what's JSU? What a, that's, that's D1. It's D1 it now, yeah. Okay. Well, you yeah. know, a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good offer to scholarships, and he turned it down. Because he said, I have played football my entire life. So, yeah. would you even want to play basketball in a collegiate level? I, I would definitely have to, like... Are you uh, sick of basketball? That's no, no, I'm not sick of it. I, I would have to see the offer. Like, it would definitely depend on where it was and, like, yeah. the size of the program. Like, like, D3, yeah, you pretty much are paying to really? play yeah. basketball. Really? You know, so I, it what's, just, what's Sneed? What? Sneed's Juco. So, that's... That's just like junior college, so it's it's different than like D three or yeah, NAI, but or D two or D one. Yeah, but like D D two or D three, they can't even like offer you. Yeah. So like you're basically. You're I mean, they can they can offer you scholarship money for schooling, but they can't offer you scholarship. You tell money me when we get close, Stephen. Sure, sorry. we've got two fifty seven. Okay, y'all keep going. They I'm can't sorry. offer you. They can't money. offer you a scholarship to play basketball. That's they're like right. they're. Uh, like they don't have enough scholarship. The school itself. This is the junior colleges. Or even D one can give you a lot of like pretty Whatever. much Whatever they want. right. But when you get down lower than that, you like I think D two can give like partial scholarships, but they can't give full scholarships. And then D three, like all you can get is academic. Really. So you so pretty much pay to play. Yeah, that's incredible. Is it the same way for all sports, or is it just basketball? Uh, it, it depends on the sport. Like yeah. um, D2 for football, like a lot of the schools' offers will go to football because there's more people playing. Mm -hmm. So like D2, I think there's more like poor football. And then D3, if you go D3 for pretty much any sport, I think you have to pay. Yeah. So you're, you're basically just playing because you enjoy the game. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Which you two, like, if you do good at that level, you, could go you can you transfer. Could go like, mm. other schools could see you and give you offers. And mm. that's, that's... So, like, that's... Most of the people that are playing D3, that's their goal. Yeah. I got you. To, 
and a to lot get of coaches go right. there. Like that, that is their recruitment process. Like yeah. most of the time, like they don't even go to high schools. They'll go to they'll the, go to the D three wow. games because they're more developed and like right. they're older and right. more developed, a little more experienced. Yeah, right. they go to like NAIA and yeah. junior college stuff too. Hmm. Like there was a dude at uh, Sneed. He played up there for two years, and now he just went to Auburn to play. Yeah, baseball. baseball. Yeah. I think he's actually yeah, on here. Sale. Yeah, he's he on was here, on right? here. Yeah, yeah we yeah. love that guy. Yeah. Well, who was I'm not an Auburn fan, but I was a big fan of him. Yeah, he Brett is. Self. Was Cooper. it Brett? No, Cooper. Brett, Cooper. Not Cooper. 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 Cooper Self. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of your guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is Cooper. there a relation there? No. Uh, Cooper no, Self. He was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah he was. And uh, it's crazy how he actually hit a home run for an Auburn game, though. Yeah. He's doing good at Auburn. He transferred. Thank you for that, Stephen. That's awesome. It, I gotta count that video. <laughs> you know, every time I watch Steven, you're amazing. <laughs> Is Randy in here? Oh, he's hiding. Uh anyway. <laughs> uh these questions brought to you by Randy. Thank you, Randy. Every time I watch college baseball I feel weird though, because they hit it and it's, it's a metal bat and I'm expecting it to break <laughs> to break. Just ding. Yeah. Ahead and break it. Speaking of which, come on, Braves. Bring it out bring it home again. Oh yeah, for sure. It's about yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I also watched them in ninety five, ninety six and was enjoyed yeah. that. It's too busy being born. It's time for the varsity freestyle. Alright, we this is the time of the day where we read you a question. You get to answer and you can win a five person all day pass to B and B video games. Our first question today is, which fictional city is Batman from? Which fictional city is Batman from? Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. All right, we have a contestant. Who do we have? Who do you think? <laughs> Hello? For, uh, Your favorite player. Frank! What's up? So I'm going to ask you that question again. Which fictional city is Batman from? Gotham. Yes. Gotham City. That's correct. Question number two. What planet is Superman from? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't remember that one. I will give you a hint. It It is the beginning of what can kill Superman. It's also Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Yeah. We're not good. Uh, yes, yes. Kryptonite is what can kill him, but the name of the the planet is the beginning of that. Oh, Krypton. Yes. Congratulations on that. Number three. What weapon does Wonder Woman use? Hmm. A whip. A what? Whip. It's called. The it has an, truth. Yes, you got it. You got it, Frank. You have won a five-person pass to B and B video game. Thank you for Yay. calling us from what Texas. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> We're glad you're listening. I'll be home in a couple weeks. Awesome. We'll Yay. see you soon, man. You have a wonderful day, Frank. I'm gonna try. Y'all too. <laughs> Take the shackles off my feet so I can dance. I just... 
I just want to praise you. <laughs> how's, that, how's that end? You've got to listen to the track sometime. I need to. Yeah. I've heard the original. Oh, yeah. This is not that. Mary, Mary. This is, if, man, this hits. And that, if, if that you, used to no, be no, no. good. This slaps. That's what they say these days. Yeah, there right? it is. There slaps. you go. It'd be bussing. Way to use your Gen Z lingo over there, Steven. <laughs> It'd be bussing. <laughs> next week, I want you to come in here, and I don't want you to talk to me any other way but Gen Z. However, I do say uh, hits a lot. <laughs> you say what? I do say hits a lot. Hits, yeah. Right? Well, yeah, I tell you what tickles me is, like, it used to be the Millennial Dictionary, now it's Gen Z talk. Uh, yes. You know? Yes. And you know who's really good at it? Randy over here. He can... Well, you are a Gen Z girl, aren't you? He yeah. is. Yeah. He can pull it off really I'm, well. I'm well-versed. Well-versed in your culture. Yes. Yeah, we had, for a little while, we had a Gen Z word of the week. <laughs> Why don't you give us one, Randy? Hmm. Gen Z word of the week, Randy? I guess we'll keep it easy this week and say slaps. Slaps. What does that mean? Why don't you give a definition... Uh, a good definition would be very tasteful or good. <laughs> so, Don't you feel like you're learning please. over there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my brain is melting. <laughs> <laughs> this chocolate cake slaps. Oh, okay. oh it's very good. There okay, it is. so let's let's go on the opposite side of this. What is this? You know, I don't think. It's just something we do. I don't think we can give all reason why. <laughs> what is that? Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah. It's just a really I'm, familiar, I'm actually sheesh. familiar with this. I have sheesh. never heard that before. Yeah. I Googled it earlier. This is useless wow. as a science. Yeah. I don't even remember what. Steven, I don't even know where to go with sure that sound. I'm pretty sure it's a drug reference. I'm pretty sure it's sheesh. I mean, probably. I, yeah. I felt no. like my two-year-old and four-year-old were doing that. Like. People think it's drug-related, but it happened on a basketball court really? for the first time. Yeah, somebody had pointed oh. to their vein like, oh. this player like, had ice in their yeah. veins. Oh, they said wow. sheesh, and that's why they're sheesh. pointing to their vein. Oh. Yeah. Yay! It means it's used to express disbelief or exasperation, according to Google. Interesting. So there wow. you go. Yep. So it does not have Don't sinister. you feel educated? Right. Yeah. I do. What's Let's Go Brandon mean? Oh, yeah. You don't want to talk <laughs> no, about that. No, we're not. <laughs> what? We're not going to give a definition that originated, of that. That originated at like a NASCAR From a crowd race. <laughs> yes. And it was evident what the crowd was yelling. Yes. But the sports reporter decided that she would change it. For, so it do would you be. Covered up? Do you think she knew what they were chanting? She or knew she, exactly or what she, they were saying. She knows she now. Seriously, <laughs> she yeah. knows now. She sparked a movement. You know? She really did. She really did. Yeah. T-shirts and... <laughs> I saw somebody on Capitol Hill actually end their speech with that. Let's go. In Brandon. Congress. No. Yeah, he did. Yes. It was hilarious. I love that guy, whoever oh, that was. Gosh. Who was that? I'll, I'll pull the video for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. Let, yeah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> We cannot do anything else until we see this video. You asked. You asked over there, Clay. Oh, what, I, what does I, it mean? It's a, it's, he knows. Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a devil's advocate deal. I knew exactly what it meant. I think it's hilarious, though, that that like, turned around in their face so it sure quick. Did, didn't it? it sure did. Like, you really tried to cover that up. Yeah. She, she looked him dead in the face and said, listen to him screaming, let's go, Brandon. Well, what's, what's interesting... <laughs> What's interesting about that is the actual Brandon, he never even let up. Like, he never... No, he never even stopped. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Okay. Ready for this? Yep. Here we go. I'm going to pop it over there so everybody can see it in all of its glory. Oh. This was live on C-SPAN. 
That's and this is what he did. Take a listen to this. Let's go, Brandon. I yield back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. I had to kind of censor that, the stuff that came before that. That twat right there, yeah. that video you had up there, that's mm-hmm. hilarious, where he takes the face off of the mannequin. <laughs> Have you ever you uh, watched The Office? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Come on, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. The Office is hilarious. Yes. Yes. So, Clay, what are you dressing up for as Halloween this uh, year yourself? Actually, That's our church is doing a harvest fest. Nice. And believe it or not, I am doing the hay ride and driving the tractor. Nice. So, uh, I will look like this. I did not <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> did not. You were made for that, man. I know. I know. Yeah. Suspenders and all. Very I like, good. I, I will have suspenders on. I Sunday. like Clay. I like him a lot. He's cracking me up. Now, are you going to be actually driving the tractor, or is it going to be like a souped-up lawnmower with a bunch no, of no, buckets no. behind no, it? No, it will be my tractor. Oh, awesome. Yes. Oh, you have a tractor? Yes. yes. I, there's a reason for the suspension. Does your, has your wife yeah. ever used the terminology? Like, Never mind. No, <laughs> She sure does. Yes, she oh, does. <laughs> I heard myself say that. <laughs> Abort mission, abort mission. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's called Holy Spirit wisdom or something. I don't know. Just, Conviction. It helps me out of trouble sometimes. 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 Steven, can we talk about the big six? I uh, bet she does say it. I bet she does, I, too. I bet she does. Yeah. She thinks your tractor's sexy. Yeah, he, he said it. <laughs> so he said it, so right. I'm good. Right. Are you driving on your international harvester? Because that goes back a few more years. I, I also have an international harvester. Chug so. a lug a lug in five right. miles an hour. That's right. Yep. Craig That's Morgan. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steven, you're fantastic. I grew up on that music, man. It's an international harvester combo. You know, before <laughs> we had this station, my mom used to listen to country music. That's all we listened to all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the time. And then this station I, came. I love good country music. 90s country feels Define like fun to good me. Yeah. without getting yourself killed. <laughs> <laughs> when it's not rap. Oh. Yeah. Or pop. Like, you don't or like pop. rap? No. Country. No, I'm not interested in that. Who is that dude? The, I'm, now, like, I'm excited about this. This is uh, this is just informational more than anything else, okay? So, we I didn't this. know this, but the MLB, they do this thing with all their baseballs. All their baseballs are rubbed with mud. And who you're looking at right now is the guy who supplies all the mud to Major League Baseball wow. to put on those baseballs. This man provides Major League Baseball with the mud they use to rub up the baseballs. No. Jim Bentliff is the president of the Lena Blackburn Rubbing Mud Company and is responsible for providing Major League Baseball with the mud they use to rub up every baseball that goes into play. Originally founded by the former big league player and manager Lena Blackburn in the 1930s, it has since been passed down to Bentliff who lifts about a thousand pounds of mud from the Delaware River in New Jersey prior to every season and sells it to Major League Baseball as well as other professional and collegiate leagues. There is a secret concoction of the mud and some water that helps dilute it even more, but the origin of the mud remains the same and all comes from a very secretive location in the Delaware River and ends up in every equipment room in the major leagues. Every ball that has been used in a major league baseball game since the 1950s has been rubbed with mud from Lena Blackbird's company, which remains the only legal foreign substance that's allowed on major league baseballs. How cool is that? I had no idea. What is the purpose? Well, my next, before you go there, my next question is what does that man get paid? Exactly, right? That's a good question. Yeah. Is it per bucket is, too? Could you imagine looking someone in the eyes and saying, "Yeah, I sell mud to the MLB." I, I, I bet he gets That'd paid be a lot. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I bet he gets paid a lot. He probably don't care. Probably not. A personal size half pound container of mud sells for twenty four dollars. Each MLB team gets twelve pounds 
for spring training and the regular season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about uh, just How a, much? Well, it's just a half pound container is 24. But each MLB team gets 12 pounds. Mm-hmm. So 24 times 2 times 12. It's a lot of money. Yeah, he makes a chunk yeah. of change. Mm, he does. Just going and... With really no probably overhead. I mean... $576 a team. You just go out and you scrape up some mud and For you put mud. it in a bucket. For mud. It's mud. For mud. For mud. And $574 a team? It's probably Six. a side hustle, $576 a team. How many mud. teams are in the MLB? Well, that's just for spring training. It's 12 pounds. Yeah. So that's spring training. Okay, how many MLB teams? Yes. All right, let's see. Uh, you can tell we really watch baseball all the time. Go Braves! Well, okay. <laughs> there are 30 baseball MLB teams. 30. So 30 times that. $17,280. For spring for training. training. For spring training. I'm just going to tell you guys, <laughs> I think that guy's a genius. Yeah. Yep. Somebody oh, asked, does well, money he, grow on trees? No. He goes it's in, in mud. The ground. It's in mud. He's so, probably not the genius. He probably inherited it. He did. He, he did. inherited it. Yep. Some, some guy that played baseball is the genius. His dad. Some people are just lucky. His great, great granddad. Yeah. I reckon it'd be a good idea to rub some of that mud on a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point? Apparently it is. I mean. <laughs> get a little more grip on that. Follow up. Okay, I'm with his question. Why? Yeah, what's the point? Why do you rub mud on a baseball? Yes. Why Better control and a firmer grip. Okay. There That's you it. go. Is that what the pitchers are doing? No. They're when using like, another foreign substance that they're not supposed to use. Like resin and other things, well, but they're they allowed it, to use mud. They ex- they do it extremely openly, like I, you know. They uh, just well, some yeah, this the mud they do, but the others, yeah, oh, okay. they'll put it underneath their cap. Yeah. Oh. They'll find different places to put it on their body, so they'll rub it and so, then put it on the ball. So you're saying when they take their glove off, stick it under their arm, and they're doing that? That's oh, the yeah. mud. Uh, that's not the mud. Oh no, that's oh. the that's the uh, illegal substance they're putting on the ball most times. Yeah, the mud was pre <sighs> right. Yeah, pre applied. They're pre applied. They do that in the equipment room. Yeah. Wow. And then it, like, every it, ball, it's the same thing. Like if you're at like a high school game or something, and you see the pitcher just rub his hand in the dirt. Seventeen thousand. So seventeen. So, 000, so you, you reckon high school and colleges? They did buy, he not? Do they buy mud? From no, Wait a second. No. He says he harvests a thousand pounds, right? Of mud. That guy harvested a thousand pounds of mud. That's yes. twenty four thousand dollars, right? No, mm. you said half. That, so that'll be forty eight. Forty eight thousand dollars. Forty eight thousand dollars worth yeah. of mud. Of mud. College teams might do mud. Right now, it's harvesting season for and it, Again, too. that's assuming it's It is harvest season for mud, people. It is. Well, a few times each know. fall before the ground freezes and the air gets too cold, Jim takes a shovel and buckets down to the banks of a muddy river in southern New Jersey. That's where he collects it. This time of year. Wow. Uh, mud. And from his secret uh, location. Of course. On the Delaware River. Yeah. It's kind of like that secret, sp- the fishing spot. You know, mm-hmm. no, nobody can know about it. Some no. of us need to find that guy and just follow him. You reckon on the creek? You, know, <laughs> you already know someone. But they wouldn't buy. But they wouldn't buy our spot. mud. Like, why would they buy your mud? I'll sell you my mud for a dollar cheaper. Well, I mean, you saw him <laughs> there, put, putting his hand on it and tech. You know, I bet you there's like yeah. your mud is nothing compared to his mud. That's right. right. Yeah, his mud looks special. It's like, it's like, like it said, it's like a certain. Um, Viscosity, yeah, delusion, but, and all but if that. he's getting it out of the Delaware River, isn't it the people's mud? <laughs> it is the people's <laughs> mud. But as soon as it goes, uh, so wait, wait, wait. So he's stealing people's mud, and he's making money. You <laughs> are a genius, man. You are. As, as soon as it goes into that bucket, it's his mud. Well, here's the deal, too. Like forty-eight thousand dollars worth extra- of mud. If he's extracting a thousand pounds of mud yes. from the river every year, it, won't this eventually end? 
<laughs> or I just mean, I don't I, know. I, I saw it, the river. I guess like, more mud washes down river. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we are made of mud, kind of. <laughs> Oh, God, we just got so long as people keep dying. This is great. The more people die, the more Good job, Steven. You just took it to a whole new level. (laughs) Sorry. I am that guy who will point out to you when when the crematorium is smoking. No, I forgot that. (laughs) Claudia, so we're hanging out, right? Mm -hmm. We're hanging out, me and Steven, and we're going somewhere. And and Steven goes, hey, look over there. There is smoke. As we pass the funeral home with a crematorium mm. and he says there's smoke coming out of the they're top. burning people and i make it a point to say and it's not cold outside oh <laughs> <laughs> they are burning folks some of the memes steven sent me to someone oh. has died. <laughs> yeah. oh God. i mean the fluids have to go somewhere oh yeah. that's the video he's talking why about. Yep. why you like know? and he said that, okay well, and well, i have seen it but i've seen it since clay and it's so disturbing like the, the fluids do that no the smoke like oh, yeah the smoke was bad do it at night okay i don't want to see it but the fluids that we're talking about like you well, don't, don't, they, see don't they evaporate and become gases well, no these these fluids were actually escaping from the place where they were embalming mm-hmm. bodies so it oh, was actually out in the ditch along the uh, where they were embalming <sighs> Yeah, it's not oh, good. Not a good situation. Good. I, I guess we Press. can yeah. skip the you've, big six You've heard games. about mausoleums okay. leaking. Yeah, yeah Bimba's not playing. We're not yeah. worried. Yeah. We can do a quick. We can do a quick six. Okay, we'll yeah. do it. Let's do it right Let's after go. this. We got 253. We just got too involved in this. No. It went. It, it <laughs> but twisted it was, and it the, turned. It was Steven, worth it. those were it good questions. beautiful. It was That wor- needed answers. Yes. It was worth it. Yep. We needed answers. Absolutely. I needed to know how much money the bun man made. That's right. I needed to know. Like, how do you make money off of mud? You sell it. He found a way. Yeah, he found a way. Well, his ancestors. The way you make money selling mud is you make your mud desirable. (laughs) I would be happy to scrape up a thousand dollars worth of. I mean, thousand pounds for fifty thousand dollars. I imagine his fastball is pretty good. (laughs) Because, like, you you can't just walk up and be like, "Yeah, I got the good mud still." What if he can't even apply the mud to the ball? Like, he has no idea how to do it. We're he just deeply concerned about this mud. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like, is there a demonstration he has to do? Yeah. Or? Yeah. What, Steven? Jim Bentliff, net worth 2021, $14 million. Is this the mud man? This, this is, is the mud, mud man. man. Let's go into the mud business, Clay. Yes. Hold on, hold on. That's assuming he got his $14 million only from the mud. How would you think he got He could be an entrepreneur. He could have invested. Of mud. I mean, he could have invested. That invested was genius. His mud money if you can sell into, mud, you can sell anything. That's, right, that's my you know? point. Uh, <laughs> You're exactly he right. He invested his mud money into some other business that made him. Stephen, I want you to put <laughs> his name it. on it. Wait, I want you to put his name on a plaque and stick it behind us so we can all aspire no, to be no, like Okay, him. I can do that. Surely, <laughs> he is selling mud to people who play on dirt field. Maybe a bronze that could yes. put their hand down in the yeah. dirt. And when it anybody comes in here and say, "Who's is that?" We'll all say, "That's our hero." We all aspire to be that like the greatest. And you can put it on your wind pole. In yes, the, in the he's bit. going on my wind pole and in the youth anytime, room. <laughs> exactly. Anytime his name is mentioned, you kiss your hand and you touch it to his face. Yes, and you walk by. Yes, yeah, yes. That's the new tradition. Yeah, I'm okay with that. The greatest salesman <laughs> of all time. Yeah, he just needs his own little building. Greatest on, on mud man of all time. GMOF mud money. GMOF. He just needs his own Gim building off. on Wall Street. <laughs> Gamoff. His, his mud is the slaps. Yes. 
There's mud slaps. <laughs> there we go. Is, what, did wow. I, did, it's not the slaps. It's not the slaps. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm impressed with no you. Cap. No cap. It's mud money and slaps. There's no cap. No cap. There it is. Wow. His mud slaps. No cap. It'd be busted. So is fire out by this point? No. Like, fire is except, still used? Or except his the, mud is fire. The, the, the I and the R have been dropped. Okay. And it's just FY. Seconds. All right. It's just fire. It's fire. Wow. Yeah. His mud is fire. You know. Mud. <laughs> That's great. That's the sponsor of the show. Here we go, guys. <laughs> the unspoken sponsor. And if you want to find anything and everything out about mud, go watch the last 15 minutes of our show <laughs> on Facebook so Live. Oh, my yeah. gosh. We learned that the mud man's worth $15 million. No, $14 million. $14 million. Fourteen Next year, $15. He so sells he, mud to Major League Baseball. It's brilliant. He just collects it along the Delaware River, and I'm, he sells it. I'm just jealous I didn't have the idea. So, uh, anyway, we're gonna uh, talk. We're gonna pick big six games before we end our show because we know we know what you're gonna be doing this weekend. You're gonna be watching games. And the first game I want to bring up is two teams that should have been really good that kind of just fizzled out, mm. and that is the Florida State Seminoles. At the Clemson Tigers and Clay, who do you think is going to win that game? As they both, mm. I'm going to have to go Clemson. Florida lost or Clemson lost our sunshine, but they're still better than Florida. I agree with it. Ain't no sunshine. <laughs> get them, get them some Claritin D. I'm going to just, I'm going to go the opposite I way know. this time. I know. <laughs> Let's go Florida State. Florida State. Florida. I'm going to say Clemson. Yeah. I'm going to say Clemson. Clemson has to win. <laughs> so the next game, and y'all can't, I know I forgot to put the rank, but why Why do I keep putting Oklahoma up there? Because I just feel like they're about to fall one day. I just I just see it coming. Uh, I'm surprised Texas didn't take them out. So Texas Tech at number four, Oklahoma. That is number four. They were number three last week. Because of their shenanigans, they've been pushed out one. Mm-hmm. Which is why I say what I just said. <laughs> Texas Tech and Oklahoma. Play. I'm, I'm going to say Oklahoma. I'm going to say Oklahoma this week. Texas Tech is barely a college football team. I think Oklahoma beats West Arkansas Tech. Boomer Sooners. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Then there's, and this is a really good game. Like, yeah. I really, uh, well, let's go farther down because that's a really, really good game. So, number 20, Penn State. At number five, Ohio State. Penn State just lost this last week in nine overtimes. Nine. Nine. Wow. You know, it's probably going to be Ohio State, but I wish it would be Penn State. Me too. I do not like Ohio State. I don't either. Well, I don't hate them. I just really like Penn State for some reason. I enjoy Penn State. Other than Alabama, I just really like Penn State. Mm -hmm. They're so pretentious, though. When they do their, like, intros, the... Ohio State University. Well, it's, I know. It's because they're self-centered. That's what yeah. it is. And know. saying that, who are you pulling for? Me? You. Uh, you know, just because they're so pretentious. I'll go for Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stick it to him. <laughs> Randy? I'll show you. I'm going for the Ohio State University. I, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. I feel, I just, I'm like Clay. It's, I think Ohio State's got it. I would love to see Penn State win. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, it's probably not going to happen. i say Ohio State. Um, and then, um, number six, this is a big one. Number six, Michigan at number eight, Michigan State. I'm this go, is hard because it's at Michigan State. I'm, I'm going to say Michigan State over Michigan. Um, I don't know why, but I'm going to say Michigan State. I have seen Michigan State upset Michigan yeah. a few times. 
It's a good rivalry. At Michigan State, and it's been really fun to watch, honestly. Randy? Uh, I'm going to go Michigan, because why not? Steven? Yeah, Michigan State. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say Michigan State, because it's at Michigan State. That's a big deal. That's how I'm we're only there. talking two in rank. They're pretty much the same. Yeah. Hey, we're getting some action over on Facebook, too. Frank Fuller saying, go Buckeyes on that last one. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number 10, Ole Miss, who has been hot lately. Versus Auburn. At number 18, Auburn. I wish it was at Ole Miss. At number 18, Auburn. I'm a big Alabama fan, but I'm going to go Auburn because I don't think Lane's got it in him this week. I'm going to say what you just said (laughs) about Penn State. (laughs) I want Ole Miss to win this game. (laughs) But Auburn is full of luck. Like, I ain't never seen in any team ever. And I just think. They only need one second. I think Auburn, yes. I think Auburn wins the game. Uh, I want Ole Miss to, but I think Auburn wins. Well, with their luck, I'm going to say Auburn. I say their luck runs out this week. I hope you're right. Yeah. (laughs) I really do. Yeah. And then number one, Georgia versus unranked Florida. That's extremely easy. That's going to be Georgia. Yeah. I don't know that there's anybody who can beat Georgia. That's right. I think Georgia wins that. I think if there's a chance they lose, this is the last chance they have of losing their season games. Mm, I still don't think there's a chance. Well, I don't either. But I'm just saying, closest. I don't Randy? Think, I don't think Florida deserves this. I don't know what they did to be punished like that. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to destroy Florida. Yeah. Bulldogs? Uh, yeah, Bulldogs yeah. all the way. Mm-hmm. And Alabama wins this week on a bus. So. Yeah, <laughs> Florida's not moving. Uh, and that sound lets you know where you can go at the end of the show to find us. You can go to Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. Uh, Instagram, Varsity Radio Show. Or on Twitter at Varsity Radio 885. And of course, podcasts everywhere podcasts are found. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, and we will be back next week. Same Varsity time, same Varsity place. It was so fun hanging out with you. You guys are amazing. You're a great crowd. And we cannot wait to see you next week. Same Varsity time, same Varsity place. 885 JFM.